Welcome to Grow and Learn, everyone. This is Irina. Welcome to everybody who's listening for the first time. Today, I'm joined by Irene Riyad. She's a organizational and executive coach and also an author with somebody really famous. We're going to hear about her story and how you can help yourself get rid of limiting beliefs, achieve more in your company, achieve success on an individual level and um, on a team level, organizational level. I'm welcoming Irene Riyad. Hi, Irene. Hi, Zarina. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for joining. Irene, you have a very interesting background. Let's start from there because, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of international people joining the podcast and it always adds color to showcase that people are not all coming from the U.S. You know, the, the, the world is so colorful. So I want to know your story. You're you have an interesting background. Where are you now? Where do you come from? How did you end up in this uh, business following your purpose and teaching others to do so? Yeah, I mean, I love that topic. Um, so culturally, let's start uh, background. I'm Egyptian born, uh, but raised in Saudi Arabia uh, for all of my life. Uh, so I lived there 15 years, uh, but then lived in the UK for holistically 10 years because I lived there studying and then lived there again with my husband um, but have worked 10 years also in the UAE I kind of giving you my age here but it doesn't matter <laughs> well I was about to avoid saying that you have 30 years of experience of coaching executives I thought I'm going to leave this out I mean yeah. all those except for it's all right look amazing I mean yeah thank you no I think um, I mean I, I love even when we say aging I love the wisdom that comes with it and I'm enjoying every Kind of phase in my life it's it's fascinating um so i've lived in different countries for let's say like chunks 10 years 10 years middle east africa egypt um uk and at the moment in albania starting my next let's say maybe 10 years or so <laughs> we'll see so i moved here uh because my husband is originally uh from albania and to be closer to family so that's more of a future looking, where do we want to spend the rest, the next half of our life kind of thing. Um, so I I kind of look at this as a mosaic, a mosaic of culture, because when people ask me, where are you from? I'm usually not sure where to start, but I give them a little bit snippet of trying to give them a flavor of me. And you said color. I love that, that because we are all just so different and we take bits and pieces of that. Um, I have studied mass communication and marketing, and once graduated, found myself very interested in training people. So I entered the training and uh, field uh, first, development training, um, and um, around, let's say it was 15 years ago that I started the actual coaching and went into my coaching uh, certification. And coaching became a passion because I loved the transformation that I was looking at or looking for when I was doing training. So I started in training, but moved into leadership succession. And that took me to one-to-one -to -one and really having those one-on-one uh, -on -one and collective uh, team or group coaching sessions. Mm -hmm. And I'm fascinated with that. And that's where I decided two years ago, uh, three years now to start my business, Slight Set, focused on coaching for executives uh, and organizations. Yeah, your website is called sideset.com. Yes. Uh, it's the Self Mastery Coaching Institute. Correct. 
Yes. All right. So I'm always interested, and I've spoken to quite a, a, a few uh, executive coaches, but I'm always interested in everybody's individual approach when it comes to executive coaching. Do you start from their individual issues, or how do you approach a growth requirement from an executive? Yeah. Um, I definitely check in first, what's their intention? Mm -hmm. What makes coaching now a priority for them? So it kind of leads to their why. So really understanding what is that impact? What is that change? And what uh, value it has for them? And that could take a, usually in that very first session where we just check in, am I the right person? Uh, is this, is my type of coaching the suitable one? That tells me and, and usually opens up to him or her um, the depth and how uh, far the coaching can take uh, the person. So in, uh, I don't impose where they, how they were going to use the coaching because then that wouldn't be coaching. It would be, ment- sorry, it would be mentoring or consulting. Or, um, but I then take what it is that their intention, usually it's around leadership influence, um, or it could be about um, mastering my emotions, um, uh, aligning my career with my bigger purpose, um, impacting my team, uh, getting more visibility. There's a lot of corporate, but there's always interwoven in it a personal uh, need or a personal benefit on a bigger level. Yeah. On that note, I think um, a, a lot of people, the, the listeners and uh, the viewers of this podcast are interested in, exactly in these topics, in uh, self-confidence, in career advancement, how to show up. So one of the topics that you had suggested for, for this uh, talk is seven inner being wonders to unite, align and expand. So I would suppose these are also linked. How could you share with us some tips on how to dig out these inner wisdom wonders? <laughs> yes. And in my coaching, I, I do actually just a lot of that, which is helping the individual notice. I call them the seven. I mean, I've, there may be many more. Right. But while we coach, I give some bit of psychoeducation, I call it, so that they understand they have their mind is definitely one of the big wonders and everybody seems to know that, but they may not know how to use the mind or what is the mind. Um, And I go into my uh, definition of the mind is actually a process. It's a process of how we think, feel, and uh, interconnect all these um, energy inside. So it's not a thing in us. It's just the process of how we're wired. But the seven are the mind. The body has four. So I say the head brain, the heart brain, and the gut brain, because it's been proven scientifically that each has a brain with nerves and they have different functions that connect. And the fourth is our nervous system, the connector. So how they, how they can use that in understanding the messages that come up for them. Uh, then we have the soul. How do people tap into that wisdom that is very much maybe avoided in corporate or an executive. They don't think it has a place. They don't know how to use it, how to connect with it. So mind, body, soul. Um, and then the seven. So mind is one. I hope I didn't confuse you. The body has four. So that's five. Your soul is six. And the, and the culture. That's why I bring culture. 
Okay. The culture inside is a wonder that we explore. That's interesting. So, so the first three I'm very well aware of. I, I know that there's also Vedic texts from thousands of years ago yeah. talking about exactly these three um, minds or how should I call them? Thinking centers. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, right now science is catching up, but this is a well-known fact in the mystics uh, circles. And then about the soul, I wanted to ask you. How do you help people align to the soul? I'm asking this because um, I have a few courses personally where I teach people about um, accessing the subconscious mind through alpha states. It's a different topic. I'm not going to overshadow here. I'm just curious how you define the soul and how you help people connect to their soul. What you just said is very connected to what I'm going to talk about right now. Okay. So, mm -hmm. so I believe we are a soul. So we are not a human. I mean, of course, we are a human being, but we are not that physical. We're a physical mani manifestation because we're on Earth. But our essence is this much bigger consciousness, which I term also the soul. So how do we connect? It is a, a pro I use this Jungian uh, process of individuation which as you expressed, it starts off with just knowing how we identify in currently, how do we identify as the person or persona that we are, helping that person understand how the ego is part of the psyche. And then we, there is a phase where we uncover what is hidden in the shadow, which is in the subconscious. So subconsciously there are elements of us or parts of us that we've pushed away or hidden or suppressed. Uh, some of it is shiny things. I mean, because culturally, maybe we didn't want to show up, show up uh, as the person who knows it all. So we, we've hidden that, we've kept quiet. Or there are things that we didn't like about ourselves or we were criticized when we were young. So the shadow is a very big um, element that we look at. Now, once we uncover what's in the shadow and we start to integrate it, there's a deeper layer where we know that we are bigger than this human body physically on earth. And that deeper layer needs some practice of tuning in. Uh, people call it mindfulness, you can call it meditation, but it takes some practice where um, you're, you're guided with um, a way of trying to connect with the voices, the very soft voices inside. And so the soul is the part of us uh, that is uh, what I would say the, the collective wisdom of consciousness uh, in the world. And it's, it's our soul because it has our imprint. It's very unique to me and you. What about the culture? I've never heard of a culture being um, defined as a separate aspect of the, to the body-mind-soul tri uh, trio. Yeah, I've I've been exploring uh, culture in so many ways, and what's fascinating me is that there's a lot of talk about culture outside, mm -hmm. like how I am perceived outside, my ethnicity, my race, my gender, all good and great. But I'm finding that if I'm not connected to the culture inside, what is inside me in terms of my values? 
my beliefs of what is right or wrong, uh, my uh, my needs of uh, how I fit in or not fit in, or do I need to fit in, or uh, the belonging that I feel. The culture, I call it culture because it's the totality of how we relate and connect to ourselves. I really love that. Uh, I really love that. I've never heard this term before. I, I find it an innovation in understanding the human soul. So I, I'm, I, I love the way that it's um, encompassing all these that you just mentioned, the way you look at the world, internal culture. Amazing. So on that note, is this included in your book? Tell us a bit about your book. I know you're co-authoring with somebody famous. Maybe you can spill a bit. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Your beans. <laughs> yes. So um, I'm co-authoring a book with uh, the legend Brian Tracy. Um, the book will be coming out towards the end of the year. Um, and it's uh, titled Radical Becoming. Uh, and it is what I call the superpower of success. And it, it talks about that process of bringing in your mind, body, I call it the mosaic mind, body, uh, soul, culture, uh, into becoming the best version of who you are. Um, and um, I weave into it elements of how our culture inside, the inner uh, diversity or the in, and the inner inclusion that we have inside is actually a big source of helping us realize what it is that we are here to do. What is my work? Mm -hmm. And it and it's kind of like the, my journey interwoven in it and the journey of any leader, whether in a corporate or somebody owning his business, um, trying to connect what they do in the world to really what is happening inside? What is that bigger, what is my soul? keep on telling me that I'm not listening to or listening to and taking me on a deeper and larger journey in the world. Yeah. You started this talk about um, telling us how you you start your coaching, usually one-on-ones with executives, by helping them align their current goals to the purpose of their soul. Can you tell us a few tips on how to do it? Clearly, they need to go within and, you know, peace out in order to connect to the soul but is there something more concrete that you can share with the audience yes i mean one of the very first exercises so when i hear their intention that's usually in the, in the, in the first session but then when we start um going into so uh and i ask them what tell me about that bigger dream i usually say what's that big dream usually that that resonates um, and they talk about what they want in their life. And um, in the coaching session, I can go deeper. But what I then usually after that session, after we've had a little bit of a chat and I've tickled their imagination a bit or maybe uh, help them stretch a bit their imagination, because usually in the corporate world, they start with they think what they can do and cannot. And I'm trying to um, uh, allow them to think above that. Um, because the, the restrictions and the limiting beliefs usually in the beginning have not yet been addressed. So they could come and think of things that are very limited. But a very great exercise that I've used personally, and I've used it uh, frequently, and I still every now and then, is I have uh, I start out with a very clean sheet of play paper. And then it says, on, and I write on the top, 
in 10 years, I am thankful and grateful that. And I write a lot about my dream. I, 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 I draw a picture in my mind and then it's writing in detail, whom do I want to be? Yeah, who am I in 10 years? I'm thankful and grateful that I am running um, uh, a multinational business or I am leading a multinational team doing X, Y, Z. How do I want to be? How am I showing up? I am showing up confident, strong, fit, healthy, wealthy, uh, uh, married, whatever they want with kids. So how do they want to show up? And why are they doing that, what they're doing? So the who am I, how am I, why am I? This is to live healthily, uh, serve society, uh, uh, pay for my parents' uh, parents' house. Just put all your why. So who am I? Why am I? Uh, how am I? And what am I? What am I doing all of this for? What legacy do I want to be known for? What legacy do I want to live now? And these who am I? How am I? What am I? Why am I? And imagine 10 years, you've had that dream, live it, feel it, just describe it to me. And then I meet them the next time and we have another deeper chat about it. But if they can, and I do it constantly because it evolves. It's not a black and white. Mm -hmm. It evolves. I've evolved mine almost every six months. I look at it and like, oh, we need to tweak something. Something's Something changed or something bigger is showing up for me now. Mm -hmm. And this is like a, a little map that helps us uh, move forward. Yeah. So so how often do you recommend people to go through this process? Because sometimes it may differ from today and tomorrow uh, while people are gaining clarity about what exactly they want. And so they're dialing in by searching and dreaming. And finally, they find something that repeats. And how often do you advise them to go through this process? If you're just starting out, I would say for the first month, have it like a daily check. Mm -hmm. It's not that you need to write too much, but you start out, it's like whatever you do in your morning routine, this is kind of, you start off uh, reading it even, it kind of sets the tone. It may align with what is your priority for today, or you're still filling it. But that first month, because it takes time and imagination pulls more imagination. So if you haven't really started at all, I would say it took me like that very first month, I'm really dedicated. It gets me really solid, clear. Yeah. But then I put it away and started. And then I, I visited at least twice. Um, twice is, is the minimum. I, I do it maybe for every quarter, like every three months. I'm kind of checking in with myself. Am I aligned? Do I feel something is off? Uh, and if so, then there's something there. There's something there for me to explore. Irene, where do you personally want to take your business or what is your what is your dream I mean you don't need to share some because some say you're not supposed to spill your energy by sharing your personal dreams but where do you where do you want to take your business let's say no I'd love to I think um that's what I immerse myself every day um where do I want to take my dream? I mean, I'm focused on self-mastery coaching institute. And with self-mastery, I really mean that process of authenticity, that process of becoming uh, extremely conscious 
of the, the, the gem, the diamond that everybody is. And so self-mastery is not a destination. It's, it's the process, this authenticity of becoming who I am and who everybody could be. Where do I want to take it? I want to be able to reach education, uh, higher education at some point, because I feel that this um, is missing from oh, masters, PhDs, people who are at the level where I would say, you know, even university degrees. So you're studying and you have master, uh, a bachelor in science or arts, having a bachelor and knowing who you are or something with it uh, then sets you up for that career that you're looking for, or that leader you want to be. So I do wish, um, or my one of my dreams is that when I am able to penetrate some education institutes, and I am partnering with some that are me partnering with them as a coach, but at some point I'd like to bring that into uh, education the education program. educational I, I program. And that is definitely missing uh, in educational programs. I agree, and and I and I see the need because it's a major skill set that people usually don't define as a skill set, but it is a skill set because it's learning over time, and you need to know how to access this um, level of consciousness, and also how to access your inner capabilities. That you know. Yeah. It's not just simple knowledge that you're able to put on a an Excel sheet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> Thank you. Good luck with uh, launching the book again. And just to mention your website again, if people want to reach you and work one on one with you, it is sightset.com. Correct. And they could reach out to me directly. It's Irene Riyadh at sightset.com if they wanted to directly email me. Are you on social media or LinkedIn? Yes, I'm on LinkedIn with the same name, Irene Riyadh. Um, also on Instagram with sightset. And set is C-E-T. Site is the name, uh, S-I-G-H-T. But set is C-E-T, just in case they try to Google it. Mm -hmm. Well, how did you come up with this name? What does it mean? What is the essence behind Yes. So sites, it came from me looking at things differently and I want people to see themselves inside differently, but it is an abbreviation. Um, and sight means self is God's healing treasure. Mm -hmm. Set is consciousness um, evoking transformation. So it, it kind of combines uh, how you view the world, how you view yourself first, and how you appreciate all the diversity and, and how you include all parts of you really sets how you see everything. But I also believe that self is that soul. And that soul is our divine part. It's the part that is boundless, limitless, um, there to guide your uh, purpose in life. And so I see it as how we connect. Um, I call it God. People can call it universe, nature. But it is that part that connects us to the power of consciousness, mm -hmm. uh, the bigger one. And I, I call it healing because that's what um, gives us the energy to keep on moving and growing and transforming. Yeah. It was lovely speaking to you, Irene. Thanks for sharing all the wisdoms. And uh, I'm sure that European companies will soon catch up with American companies in adopting these 
um, and techniques and coaching methodologies that involve the subconsciousness and the soul and everything that we've been excluding from business until now. So thank you so much, Serena. I've, I've loved the chat. Yes. And fingers crossed we are moving there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to Grow and Learn. We hope that you found our podcast informative, engaging, and inspiring. Our mission is to help you keep growing and learning, and we hope that our conversations and insights have provided you with practical advice and useful perspectives. If you're looking for personalized support and guidance to help you achieve your personal or professional growth objectives, I offer a range of services to help. As a trusted management partner and mentor, I work with businesses in the process of transformation, looking for new streams of business, as well as M&A. With an extensive professional network of experts and mentors, I can bring on board the right person or team based on the specific needs of the company I'm working with. To learn more about the services I offer and how I can help you achieve your goals, visit my website at growandlearn.org. You can also reach out to me via email or social media. I'd love to hear from you. And if you enjoyed this episode of Grow and Learn, please subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback is important to us and it helps us to continue to create content that is relevant and valuable to our listeners. Thanks again for listening and we look forward to sharing more insights and perspectives with you in the future.